Well, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh my goodness gracious, you sitting over there behind that souped up, jacked up synthesizer, just cranking out those tunes with those magical fingers as we record this podcast in the Bowel Studio along the mighty shores of the Seneca River, flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. Big, huge lake, busy lake today, I'll tell you right now. You know, you can also, I never talk about this, but on the Seneca River, you could also go the other direction into the Onondaga Lake. You can go all the way to Onondaga Lake, and an Onondaga Lake was once one of the most polluted lakes in the United States of America. And now the Honeywell has spent uh, millions and millions of dollars cleaning it up. So you can take the Seneca all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario, or you can make, or you can go the other way down to Onondaga Lake, uh, named after the Onondaga Nation. Onondaga means land of hills, and this is hilly country here where we are up here in the central New York region broadcasting in the bowels. But right now we're heading north on the mighty Seneca River all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. Because if you get on Lake Ontario and you make a right, you're going to go onto the St. Lawrence Seaway and past 1,000 islands jammed with vacationers and boaters and all kinds of activity right now. And you'll, you'll keep going and going and going between these uh, beautiful mansions. And you know, they, were, they were vacation homes of the, the, the wealthy from New York from years gone by in Canada. And there's still beautiful vacation homes and castles up there. Take you right out to the Atlantic Ocean, right around the world, just like my voice. And, of course, if you make a left, you're going to find yourself right over in the beautiful city of Buffalo, New York, which is really cranking right now in the summary of Niagara Falls. You have... Um, you know, uh, the, the lakes going through there. and Just a beautiful, beautiful city. Big minor league baseball town. And, of course, you have the Buffalo Bills. If you make a right, you're going to go right up into beautiful Toronto again on the shores of Lake Ontario. Beautiful cosmopolitan city offering a diversified culture and food and entertainment. And just a great place to go. But right now it's me and Jungle Jim, me and Bobby McGee, Jungle Jim, in the studio here recording this podcast. Uh, and it's just a uh, wonderful time, right, Jim? Yeah, Jim, wake up. Jim, Jim, wake up. A lot going on, Jim. you got to stay awake, Jim. There is so much going on. Every time I, I listen or read the news, there's more news. Some of it's tragic. Oh, my goodness gracious. Some of it is so tragic. Uh, you know, just, just gut-wrenching violence and, and waste of life and... You know, the more you hear about some of these things, you know, the, the, the it's not even a tragedy, the massacre in, um, you know, in, in schools and in our fine city of Buffalo. All these, all these, you know, it's just tragic. And then, of course, you know, we have this, this war that's perpetuating over in the Ukraine, just enough to, oh my goodness gracious. I mean, you know, you can never be desensitized to that. Geographic, geographic distance can't make you desensitized to the fact that families are being blown up. I saw... I saw about a week ago where these high schoolers in the Ukraine went back to their high school to have their senior picture, picture shot, their class senior picture in the ruins of their high school. And that was just moving. Then I saw on CNN, yes, I do watch CNN for everyone out there, on CNN that um, uh, this, this woman who was reporting to them from the Ukraine living in there talked about how her father was just blown to smithereens. It's just tragic. We can never, never lose sight of that, ever. That's got to be right, you know, in everybody's face and all the injustices over there and just all kinds of stuff going on. And, and, and in the midst of all of this, we are sitting here in the United States of America, which, 
which is blowing my mind because it's not being fully covered. It's not being fully covered by every single possible media outlet there is in pure detail and uh, in real time that, that some are, are choosing not to show it. But for everyone here in America, whether you're a red or blue state or a blue red conservative Republican, whoever, whatever it is, we are sitting in the middle of history, unprecedented history, a word that's been overused in the last eight years. But this is history that this is history that's up there with the civil, you know, the civil war. This is history, the war of 1812. This is history that makes, um, you know, Watergate look like, um, a pajama party. This makes Watergate look like a pajama party. And this is like the ultimate college toga party. You know, if you're going to compare the two, the, the, the resurrect, the insurrection, resurrection, that's a whole different ballgame. The insurrection of the Capitol. You know, and everybody keeps, you know, I know you're, everybody's January, January 6th is, is one of those dates that you just say the date now and it's marked. You could have a tat, it's tattooed on our history. It's tattooed on the history of the United States of America. January 6th, December 7th, September 11th, days that will live and days that do live in infamy. And we are in the middle of history. I remember being in the eighth grade when the Watergate hearings were going on. They were going on during the day and everybody everybody went home and, and you watched them. And things were, you know, there's the president of the United States and there's this crime committed, this cover-up. And uh, that's nothing. That, 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 that doesn't even compare to what's happening right now. You know, people running to their TVs and glued to the O.J. Simpson trial. That's like, give me a break. This is, this is the defense of our Constitution against the attempted coup of the presidency of the United States. And I don't care what side you're on. You know, I don't care, you know, who you're supporting. I don't care what flag you got flying in your yard. And I don't care fake news. This is the real, this is real news, man. This is real news that from the day of the election, until January 6th, and, and really as, as things heated up in December and came to a head on the evening of December 18th in a chaotic meeting at the White House, there was a coup being planned in the United States of America. Think about it, man. Think about that. It's crazy. And yet people are not watching it or people think it's, it's real. And then you saw the outcome. The sitting president of the United States... Flynn, who was the Secretary of Defense for like two days, uh, some of his, you know, his uh, chief of staff, they were planning a coup in, in, in all capacities to, 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 to instill martial law, to seize voting machines, to storm the Capitol and stop the certification of a, a free election in the United States of America. You know, a crowd was was summoned, summoned. They weren't. They didn't just. They just didn't come down there on their own. They were summoned by the president of the United States of America to come to Washington D.C. Steve Bannon the night before telling you tomorrow's going to be. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. We're going to have a wild time. Everybody came to D.C. And he might say, "Well, he's you know." Uh, 
this is just another ploy from the Democrats to take out our great... This is not a ploy because the people who are testifying are Republicans. The people who are testifying were in the administration. And yet, and nobody's up, you know, it's just... It's, it can't be secondary. This is one of the most significant moments in the history of this country. I mean, it's right up there. It is up at the tippity top of the mountain. If you were climbing the mountain of history of the United States of America, you know, you would start at the lower levels. You know, you would start at the lower levels, you know, discovering, you know, North America, blah, 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 all that, get up there, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you get to the upper levels, you know. You get to the upper levels. Of course, you have the Revolutionary War, the Declaration of Independence. You know, you get a little higher, a little higher. And then you got you know, the Civil War. Boom, Civil War. Country almost, country torn apart, Civil War. You know, then you get into, la, 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 then you get into the 1960s, you know, revolution. Because there was a revolution in the 60s, make no mistake. You know, there was a horrible war going on. And um, many innocent, brave, innocent, brave soldiers were sent over there to Vietnam and they were brave and they served their country and they should be recognized for that. And they should be recognized as heroes as any other individuals who wore the uniform and were uh, shot at. Uh, at the meantime, there was a cultural revolution going on here at the country. There was a question with the leadership. The, the younger generation, which is now the older generation, had taken over and music and art had, had stimulated in, in a way that, that hasn't happened since and led into the boring 70s. Uh, and then things settle down a little and you get, you know, ah, things settle down and you get, you know, whatever's going on. And here we are this year, this January 6th insurrection is right there, right up at the peak. Our capital was attacked and the vice president of the United States was supposed to physically be restrained from certifying an election. Something that's just like a, a ceremonial wave of him. And the president of the United States had sent individuals down there, armed individuals that he knew about, to attack our capital, to take back the election. I, I, you know, sometimes I just can't get my arms around this. I just, is it real? Number one, did that really happen? And then people say, oh, that, you know, they, they were just a couple people going down there and, and visiting. And what makes me, what is so upsetting is, is all of those, you know, spaghetti noodle, wimp-spined people in Congress who were all up in arms that day, all of a sudden, oh, you know, well, it wasn't that bad. It was just a mess of people going through on a tour. It was just a tour. Oh, a mess of nice people going through on a tour as they, as they beat the crap out of police officers and shredded offices and shredded our capital and hung a noose. I don't know how many tours you've been on where you want to hang somebody, but there were times where that was called a lynching. You know, that was called, that's a tour by the Ku Klux Klan. That, that's a two, Ku Klux Klan tour where they go out and, oh, we're just, we're just going to tour your neighborhood. We're the Ku Klux Klan. We're going to tour your neighborhood. We usually uh, end our tours by hanging someone. Uh, so it was just a little tour. It was, a, it was a violent attack. I mean, look at it. I don't care. I don't care if you drink the Kool-Aid. I feel bad for you. I really do. I feel bad. But to have a dictator sitting in our country who was the president of the United States, you have to respect the office, but the guy is a dictator. He's got the playbook out. The playbook is out. Take all the names out. Just, just take the names out and look at the script. And it's a script as old as time. 
It's a script as old as time. Propaganda. Propaganda 101. Here's, pro here's Propaganda 101. Propaganda 101 is feed the message, feed the lie, continue the lie, and just keep building, keep feeding the lie, never give it up. Same lie, same lie, same lie, consistently, consistently. Louder and louder and just keep saying it, saying it, saying as much as you can. And then you know what? That lie to some people becomes reality because they may need a purpose or they may need to feel some type of self-esteem that was ripped away from them. Who knows where? Maybe when their childhood, when they, you know, um, I don't know, had nightmares or went to bed. But now all of a sudden they need some self, some, you know, self-esteem. So they believe the lie. They believe the lie. It's a lie. And again, I don't care. I know I have friends who are conservative. I have friends whose views I disagree with 100%. But that's okay. It's okay. I, you know, it's okay. Yeah, I'm a liberal. So what? It doesn't mean I'm always right to my views. No, but and, and I'm open to listening. But this is different. You know, and then to have some outlets not showing it and pretending it didn't occur, that's like pretending history didn't occur. That's like saying you know, World War II didn't happen, or those that say the Holocaust didn't happen, or those that say that the landing on the moon was in a movie set. You know, we landed on the, oh, that was a movie set. That was just in the movies. That never really, why, why would you even do that to say, you don't think that if we, if, the, if the, the moon landing was staged on a Hollywood soundstage, you don't think by now the Russians or somebody wouldn't have got some info on that? You don't think the Russians would have been so pissed off that men didn't land on the moon, and that we beat them in that multi-million dollar race? You don't think they'd be so pissed off they wouldn't spend all this time researching and disputing it in an attempt to discredit the United States on a world? Of course they would. Ay -ay -ay. I just have to sit back as I watch these hearings. And again, individuals testifying, it was the uh, Cipollone, the White House attorney, is the one who said a meeting was crazy people in there. The White House attorney, okay, Republican, Trump supporter. Think about that. Crazy town. You know, uh, chief, of, chief of staff's assistant, supporter, crazy town. On and on. You know, led by Liz Cheney, who is now public enemy number one amongst the rogue Republican Party because she's, you know, she's leading this. But at one point, that was, she was golden. Whoever thought I'd be a, you know, a Cheney would be a hero of mine. But this is mesmerizing because this is history. This is our nation's history. This is, you know, this is our constitution that is being defended. And it, it's, I just don't understand why it's not understood. And it's so freaking frustrating. It has nothing to do with the orange-skinned, pathological, egotistical, inept liar, Donald Trump. It has nothing. It's our Constitution. There was a coup against our Constitution. Anyone who's ever worn a uniform, anyone who's ever fought, you know, God bless you, you know, fought for those rights, fought for the freedom to vote, the freedom to, to win. There have been so many, there have been so many elections I've lost. And I think in my lifetime, there have been more presidents that I have not wanted to become president who have become, you know, I was not a fan of Ronald Reagan. I didn't, you know, I'm not a fan of Ronald Reagan. Um, I didn't want Bush one to win, although I think he might have done an okay job. 
wasn't a fan when I was a little kid, but I definitely wasn't a fan of Tricky Dick, Tricky Nixon at all. Certainly didn't want Bush too to win, even though when the Supreme Court put him in. So, but you know what? That happens. Then you debate and you do whatever you can and, and you vote again, you know. And some of the decisions with a stacked Supreme Court and the way things are right now, you know, that's it, it makes my stomach turn. But this, th this, this insurrection, January 6th, insurrection, whether, again, whether you're a red state, a blue state, a red constituent, a blue constituent, whatever, whatever, whatever leaning you have, whatever beliefs you have, whatever your perception of the United States of America is and should be, one thing we can all agree on, the United States of America should be a democracy. The United States of America should allow for an election to occur and not be attempted to be overtaken and overthrown by an attempted dictator, somebody who wants to be a dictator. This isn't the apprentice. This is our government. And then to have all these enablers, you know, and have some of the crap coming out of their mouths in Congress? Give me a break. It, it's such a, it's such a um, demonstration of individuals who are so self-absorbed with their own attempts to maintain their influence and their affluence that the, at, at the cost of anything, at the cost of anything. You know, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene just spewing stuff out of her mouth. She has more green vomit coming out of her mouth than Linda Blair and the Exorcist, for God's sakes. I mean, every time she opens her mouth, it's just like pea soup of information that is just garbage. It might as well be pea soup. It might as well be the pea soup puke in the Exorcist. But what a demonstration of individuals who are supposed to be sworn to the Constitution. It's all individual individualism. And what's so sad is the followers. Who ends up getting hurt in all this? Not the leaders. You know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to Trump? Who knows? You know, and his family, you know, they're going to go and, and eat off their doilies and all that stuff. And, oh, they're, you know. What gets hurt are all of these followers who, who you know, are either on, you know, they have low-paying jobs, if they have jobs, and they're spending all their money. They're giving him donations. They're following this this leader, just like you know, individuals, just like they follow Hitler in Germany. People say, oh, you can never compare anything. You cannot compare that to Hitler. You cannot compare it to Hitler. No one. You can't compare anything to Hitler because Hitler was so atrocious. So atrocious. No, no, no. That's horrible. Oh, my God. I can't believe. Well, guess what? I just did because the techniques that are being used are the same. It's the same as Germany in the mid-30s. It's the same techniques. It's the same playbook. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, think of the groups that are supporting. But again, I would just beg people, beg people, if ever in your life is now is the time to read, now is the time to look into other outlets. You know, put all your views aside. You know, and don't just don't just look at one news, look at multiple news outlets. Compare. But you, you, me, Jungle Jim over there. Jungle Jim, would you wait? Jungle Jim, I'm on a soapbox and you're sitting over there snoozing. Jungle Hello, Jungle Jim. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, he's over there uh, tuning up his synthesizer. I'm sorry, Jughead. Sorry, I, you look, you had your head down. I didn't know what you were doing. But in any event, um, all of this, uh, it's history. We're, we're, you're, you're living in a moment of history. And, you, and people say, oh, you're, gonna, you're a part of history. Well, what do you mean I'm a part of history? Am I a part of history because I live and I breathe through history? If I say, well, you know, I'm a part of the Super Bowl. I'm really not a part of the Super Bowl. I view the Super Bowl. I'm not a part of the Olympics. I view the Olympics. People who are part of the Olympics, you know, are the athletes, are the venue people, are those that built the Olympics, those that put it on, those that are broadcasting, all the, all the people that are involved in all it takes to put on the Olympics. Same with the Super Bowl. Um, so we're, we're, we're sitting here living through history. We're sitting here and you can watch history, but then you can become a part of history. Because in this country with a free democracy, you can become a part of history with your voice, but make it an educated voice and make it a voice on policies. But you have to accept the fact you have to, because there's no other way. There was an insurrection. There was an attempted coup. There was violence. People died. People got hurt. Case closed. People were called to Washington. People were sent to the Capitol knowing they were armed. Individuals in the White House wanted to declare martial law. General Flynn. What an oxymoron that is. General Flynn. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. The great Rudy Giuliani. The, 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 the man of, you know, 9-11, the, the strength of 9-11, the mayor of New York who stood up at 9-11, just pissed all that away. And that all ran away like the dye down his cheek when he was trying to, uh, his multiple lawsuits, suing Ohio because people who voted had their flies down. Oh, well, that's not true. Well, it might as well be true if you're believing everything else. It might as well be true. But this time in history is a time to become a part of history. I can't believe it's jazzed up. This should be bigger than the OJ trial. What does that say about our culture? Man, what's that say about who, you know, what we take for granted? What we take for granted. Because this thing can fall apart. You know, this thing we call democracy. You know, this isn't this isn't guaranteed. Democracy is not guaranteed and democracy is not built on some strong foundation. You know, democracy is like a handshake deal. Democracy is a handshake deal. You know, democracy is built on, in many cases, tradition and built on, well, we don't just do things that way or we, you know, no matter how nasty it gets at the end of the day, we look to move forward. That's democracy. But democracy, democracy has a bazillion fissures in it. And if you get somebody who understands how to manipulate, you get somebody who understands how to motivate those that need that, that have nothing, those that feel lost, there's the fissure. And then and, and allows others to get in there. You know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, you know, all these people get in there. Jeff Jordan, all these guys get in there, you know where there is no truth. It's just about themselves. There's no truth. There's no United States of America. There's the United States of me. And that fragile democracy that has been bent to its limits before, bent to its limits before in the, uh, you know, in the 1860s, that fragile democracy that at times gets bent and bent and bent and bent. 
it, someday it could break. This, you know, if you don't understand the moment that we're in, it could break. All I can, it's just, this is history. So red, blue, this was a coup. And I think that uh, we, we, all of you, conservative, liberal, moderate, moderate left, moderate right, moderate up, moderate down, we have to come together. We can disagree. We have to come together at one moment and protect this democracy so we can publicly keep telling each other to screw off. Isn't that cool? That's what we got to do. I hear you, Jungle Jim. I hear you. This is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. Play it away, Jungle Jim, because this is failing up the pie.